Hi friends, welcome to my podcast. This is Carla Hurd and this is Create a Liberty. Today my hope is that you are energized, encouraged, and excited to create the life you crave. You will hear stories on my podcast from people who were inspired by other people or other situations. And sometimes you'll hear a short podcast that I call a crash course in create a liberty. Either way, this is a great place for you to get and be inspired. I'm excited to share people's stories with you. My hope is that it will help you think about who's helped you along the way. My hope is that it will lead you to a place of gratitude and encourage you to always be looking for those who are helping you and who you can help. If you have a story, we'd love to hear about it. Head over to our Facebook page, Create a Liberty, Create the Life You Crave, and share your inspirational story about someone encouraging you to create the life that you crave. Now, let's get to today's story. Okay, so today's podcast is with um, two of the greatest people I think on earth, honestly. I'm sitting in the office of New Finish, which is operated by Kevin and Jennifer Spencer. This is their own little business, so I'm excited to hear who or what or wasn't has inspired them um, to create this business and this like freedom life, I guess, for their family because they were both tied down to other jobs, working for other people. And now they work for themselves. So it's a great story. So you guys, thanks for being here with me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that was Kevin and Jen. All right, so who wants to go first of who has inspired you to do or be who you are right now? Jen's going first. Okay, great. I'll go first. <laughs> um, I think for me it's kind of a collection of just – I don't know, situations, not just one person or, or one thing, but situations throughout my life. Um, my, you know, dating back to when I was a young kid, my family, they had a family business. My grandma and grandpa had the village butcher in Port Austin. They had a grocery store. My dad and my uncles and aunts and family worked there. So I kind of grew up around that when I was really young. Um, later, my dad switched careers and became a pastor, and so kind of showed me that, um, and that was it. He wasn't young. I think he was like 40. Oh, wow. Um, so at any age, you can take a leap. You can, yeah. you can change. And then also, I think, too, um, when we had kids is, you know, right when my oldest was born was when Kevin transitioned from working for a car dealership as a mechanic into starting his own business. Um, and it was scary. It was taking that leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we wanted more for our family. We wanted to do more than be tied down and work for someone. We wanted, uh, I don't know, to see what our earning potential was, to see what, our, what we were really worth. And we wanted to build our own thing and we wanted to be in control. I think that that's a big thing too for us being in, you know, if we fail, it's our fault. It's up to us. It's not someone giving or taking. We're in control of, of our actions. And I think, um, growing up, you know, a little bit on the poor side too, (laughs) contributed to us wanting to work. Okay, we are interrupting this wonderful podcast to tell you a little bit about collagen bone broth. So it 
is a great product from Isogenics that supports your natural beauty from the inside out. It supports healthy glowing skin. It's approved for cleanse days. It boosts your immune health and the collagen peptides and bone broth are from grass-fed cows, never treated with hormones or routine antibiotics. No artificial anything in this, and you can get all the details about how to get your own box of collagen bone broth at carlaherd.com. Just click on the link that says get healthy. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so... Growing up a little bit on the poor side, like you said, you wanted to work for yourself so that you could be more in control. Right. Um, I think that we both learned from a young age to work really super hard because Mm -hmm. we needed to be self-reliant. We needed, if there was something that we wanted, that was up to us to try to work hard and get it. And then we wanted to, I guess, do right by our kids and give them more um, than what we had. And yeah. so that's, you know, having kids, um, I guess, learning throughout life just to work for everything that we have has inspired us to keep going, had inspired us to start the business um, and, and keep growing. And we are now 15 years in, but it's really only been the past, what, five years Mm-hmm. That we've really grown, you know, expanded. We started hiring. Really, um, it's been that long. Five years since we hired, but we've been in business for fifteen years. Wow. Okay. So you guys have been in this location though for how long? We've been here. We've had our storefront here for it was a year in August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before this, we were working out of our home, doing everything remotely. That's um, right. Most of our work is done in customer homes anyway. But yeah. uh, when we were able to get this facility, build a showroom for people to see, it's been a great thing. I love this showroom. Thank you. I love it. Thanks. So, okay. All right. So let's hear from Kevin. So we moved into our house. Yeah, I guess we moved in 13 years ago and you did our countertop. It needs a redo, by the way. Okay. I mean, it needs some, it needs some freshening up, I should say. And also, I want a new color. But um, so that when you were working for yourself at that time? Or were yeah, you working for somebody so. else? I believe I was working for myself okay. at that time. Okay. Yeah. We must have been early in your yeah. by-yourself career. Okay, yeah. so tell us. All right, thank you, Jen. Mm-hmm. Tell us who or what has inspired you. I guess what's inspired me um, to, to this business would be, you know, like Jen said, we grew up, I grew up really poor. Uh, had to take responsibility from a really young age, so... Um, you know, from things like watching my sister to, um, having to hustle and sell, um, different stuff to make money and... Wait a minute, and have, like what? Like how old were you when you first started making money? Tell her about your bike business. I had yeah, a, I want to hear it. I had a bike repair business that I started when I must have been eight or nine years old. What? I thought he was going to say 15. <laughs> used to sell uh, baseball cards, stuff like that. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, no, we had to take uh, take responsibility at a really young age and learn how to work because I was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she was a really, really hard worker. Kept food on the table, but there's a lot of stuff that I had to take and fill in, um, you know, fill in the uh, space for. So... 
Um, for me, I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit and uh, always wanted to do something on my own. And um, as far as, you know, someone, you know, as an inspiration or anything, I mean, I guess I've taken a lot of my inspiration from people telling me that, no, I'm I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, that uh, that's such a bad idea and you're never going to make it. And that's actually what's inspired me to keep growing and keep doing what I'm doing because I've been told I can't so many times. But you so. know what's interesting to me about that is you are not a na-na-na-na-na guy. So. You're like you what you're so humble. I think you both are so humble. Yeah. But you're not a I made it. I made it huh kind of guy. You you're you're not, but still the things that they have said people have said to you over the years that you couldn't is still what driving you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's still the driving force and we still I mean me and Jen still hear it from some people in our lives now what? that it's Oh wow. You know, that they're surprised at how well we're doing and whatnot, but and it doesn't that's, bring that's you fu- down. That's fuel for the fire for oh, okay. me. Okay, so nice. Um, but, them wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I was always told that you gotta get, you know, you gotta get a job. You gotta work a nine to five, and um, I've done that. I did that. I never enjoyed it, but you know, um, I guess my background is in. I was an auto technician for Ford for a few years for, I don't know, what was it, five, five, six, seven years, something like that. Went to college for it and everything, and I just didn't enjoy working for somebody else. So at that time, I was, you know, I was doing good, but I really couldn't afford to stick a lot of money into a business. So um, after doing some research and stuff, I thought this bathtub refinishing thing was pretty cool and countertop refinishing thing was pretty cool so I found a training program and um, it was very inexpensive to get involved in so went and learned the the trade started working part-time a few years while I held my my job and, and and just grew up from there and it's you got okay so all right that's pretty cool all of that is really cool you're talking about your dad taking a leap at a later time in life. I just assumed he was a pastor since the day you were born. So that's, but you could support Kevin because um, your dad did that and you saw that that was good for the family. So that's kind of cool. I did. Um, It's not to say it wasn't scary and we weren't nervous. We were definitely nervous. Yeah. But uh, I did, and I do believe in him that we could have, you know, that we could do better, that we could start something that we could grow um after he started the business i stayed in my job you know we were small he was doing everything himself he was answering the calls and he was you know doing the jobs day to day and all the ordering and stuff and um, we maintained that for quite a while and then as we started to grow it just got to the point where i was needed to help out in the business so i left my job I was a social worker for like 13 14 years and that was also a big another scary leap, leap. yeah it was a you know I held the insurance and I had the the stable job um and at the time I was like oh what are we gonna do what if we're not busy what if, how is this gonna work um but it was the best choice I ever made like it was after that that we were able to really 
get a handle on things. Um, I took over the office type stuff, the phone calls, the scheduling. Um, like I said, now we've hired. We've mm-hmm. got um, three technicians and a part-time sales guy. And, it's incredible. Um, it's been, it was, yeah, it's been a real blessing. And yeah. during that, during, I know, just because you and I are friends, you've had to take a few other leaps, like you have somebody else doing some other parts of the business that you don't necessarily have to do, like social media stuff right. or the videos that you guys have on Facebook. And right. I know that that's also a leap because you got to let go of a little control. Right. It's learning. We're learning as we go to... Mm-hmm let other people I guess in and help us and let go of the reins a little yeah bit. that's been that's been a big transition but um I think we're learning and we're realizing that it, it's a good thing yeah mm-hmm. and you have other technicians you've had to train yeah. in your yeah, cr- we're up in to, your craft yeah I mean we're up to three technicians um I'm in the field every day still um and we've got a, a sales rep that helps out a lot um you know, and, and Jen, she's a huge part of the business. I mean, when she came on, um, was it back in 2016? I mean, that's really when everything started to grow. Yeah. So, and too, I mean, so she's been really, you know, supportive before, um, before we decided to hire employees when I was doing this by myself and all my crazy business ideas, she was really, (laughs) really supportive about it. And, um, you know, and I think we've we've just got a really strong faith in God too that mm-hmm. helps us. Um, that basically helped us grow it to what it is today. For so sure. that is um, what has got us through the hard. You know, there's it's not always smooth sailing. It's tough uh, to run a small business. There's just there's been a lot of challenges along the way, uh, but definitely faith in God praying uh we are so very thankful we've got an awesome team yeah too i mean the people that work for us are people that you know i would trust in my own home that yeah i would trust around my family and that was really important to us moving forward just making sure that we had trustworthy good people yeah and um, we've been really blessed to find that in our in our team that we have i would yeah i would i would agree I know there was lots of prayers and lots. You, this is a great team. There's it. And I I know where its foundation is, so that's great. So okay, you guys, you guys took some leaps to create the life that you crave, which is kind of what our show is: is create the life that you crave. So you always had to take some leaps. And you just told me you guys go on lots of vacations with the kids almost every weekend. You guys have a lot of good family time, mm-hmm. but you work hard and you play hard. Right. You guys, and that's what you wanted, right? That's it. That's true. Yeah, I mean. What's next? Yeah, I mean, eventually we want the, the freedom to, um, enjoy ourselves even more. I mean, yeah. To. Longer I mean, vacations. Longer vacations. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, I mean that's, you know, our. I guess my goal is build the business up until, you know, it will run itself without us involved. Yeah. But, we're not there yet. We're still right. very tied to, you know, we may go camping on the weekend, but I've got my cell phone and I'm <laughs> right. I'm still scheduling and we're still communicating with our techs and, and doing what we need to do. Um, but eventually, yes, we hope to not be quite so hands-on. Right, right. I, you guys will get there. I know you guys will get there. Okay, tell me really quick, because I heard the phone ring in the background. It's probably someone that needs you. Um, 
just tell me a little overview of what new finish actually is and then i'll be putting the facebook page in the comments cool. when i post this so we're a uh, a home home improvement company that helps um, homeowners renew and restore existing surfaces basically saving them time and money without the mm -hmm. hassle of replacement so the items that we specialize in are bathtub refinishing uh, tile refinishing countertop resurfacing um, and we do a lot of concrete refinishing so basically we can take an old existing countertop make it look like granite or marble um, restore an existing bathtub in your home and make it look brand new without replacement update existing tiles um, uh, garage floors make them look new with a nice new decorative finish so basically our specialty is is to update what you already have in your home and our main goal is to help the client or the customer save money um, by renewing and restoring their existing fixtures and the stuff you do looks absolutely beautiful thank you, thank you. so it's so pretty thank you Okay, well, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. Thank you, Jen. I know you were so looking forward to this. Kevin, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, there'll be some information about how you can connect with New Finish. Um, and thanks so much, you guys, for sharing your story of how and who inspired you. Talk to you soon. Well, what'd you think of today's podcast? Did you love it? I sure hope you did. And I sure hope that you are inspired to encourage others as well. You just never know who you're going to inspire. And you just never know who's going to inspire you. All of this and all of that is an intentional way for you to create the life that you crave. And you can do that every single day. Hey, if you did like today's podcast, will you please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to? I'd sure appreciate it. If you would like to connect with me more or find out some other things that we're doing, please head over to www.carlaherd.com, C-A-R-L-A-H-U-R-D.com. We have candles, health and wellness products, and even faith shirts available on our website. Thank you again. We sure do hope that you were encouraged, energized, and excited, and we just can't wait to hear from you and all that you are doing to create the life that you crave. Thanks for listening. Okay, so coming at you guys today with my really good friend, Jessie Johnson. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> she, uh, we met in BNI five years ago. Was it five? No, it was 2018. Really? I joined oh. February 2018. Oh, it feels like I know you much more than that. I know. We're such good friends. That's that that's I'm <laughs> I'm grateful for that. So we we are very energetic people and mm -hmm. I think when we first met, we just like sucked to each other because that sounds weird, but it was true though. Even I know. Kristen's like, I don't know if I can handle both of you. It, we were a lot for Kristen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, but we were in B&I for a while, and then uh, she redid my bathroom. We'll tell you about that in a that's little right. bit. Yeah. I think of you every time I shower. I forget about that, but that's, that's cool. That's not I love my bathroom. <laughs> I lo it's my favorite room in the house. That's good. Yeah. It's really good. And, but it, she also has a podcast. She'll probably tell you about that. But the premise mm -hmm. of Create a Liberty and Create the Life You Crave podcast is that as awesome as you are, and you are awesome. <laughs> I want, you're welcome. 
I want you to tell us who or what has inspired you to do what you do and tell us tell us what you do but who or what has inspired you and just so you know we do that because sometimes we don't remember sometimes we don't Mm -hmm. think about who did that for us and it will lead others also to kind of be mindful of who might be inspiring them and just remember to be grateful for it so okay tell me everything all right well thank you you're welcome for asking me on um i am a kitchen and bath designer and i recently have added the tagline that i'm a builder design coordinator because i prefer to work on new homes a lot uh prefer to remodels but it's not to say i don't love them because obviously yours was a blast yeah yeah i know <laughs> so, <laughs> for more ways in more ways than one <laughs> so yeah it's definitely a lot of fun i i specialize in the kitchen and bath design realm so typically anything revolving around cabinetry mm-hmm. that's going into a new home or remodel or commercial businesses um work i've done as well too. oh i didn't realize you were doing commercial i can do commercial work okay. as well yeah that's so nice. it's very it's a lot of it like assisted living room or ex, ex, blah, blah, assisted living homes are common because a lot of the times they want the cabinetry in there to resemble a home rather than a commercial setup right so a lot of times they'll go to cabinets that are used a lot in homes and put them in the assisted living homes and give okay them that. so it's a commercial purchase yet it's really residential cabinetry but i there's not a difference there's not commercial cabinetry and residential cabinetry yeah there's material that works better for commercial and material that works better for residential so your slab straight front cabinets that come in all different kinds of laminate colors that's what it would a commercial cabinet would be so i don't know nor do i care about any of that which is exactly <laughs> why i hired you because i'm like just make my bathroom look pretty right and it was so and true it was a lot of like, fun i don't want to know any of that isn't that funny i just want but i want yeah. my i want my design builder coordinator to, to know, know all of that exactly yeah exactly so that's that's awesome. so cool yeah thanks so i do i get a i usually get a little just like that because mm-hmm. it has always been a passion of mine ever since I dived into it um, after college in 2011 is when I started in a showroom in Flushing and then I um, became so obsessed with working on site and in the field and loved working with all the different contractors and stuff that that's why I ended up branching out on my own. Which again, who likes to work with contractors? <laughs> I know. I do. I know, <laughs> I know. I know. And I, I actually watched you work with um, our contractor and <laughs> I was grateful because he was a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. like meeting and talking to people too, yeah. but I didn't want to deal with all the stuff. Yes. So right. that's where you come in. Yeah. And most of the time, the contractors, they'll get to a point in a job where even if they are the nicest contractor, they sometimes may not go to the homeowner and ask a question. They may not be there. It may open up a can of worms, they think. So a lot of times mm. they like having somebody else there to bounce off that knows the client as well and knows them and can hope, help help find that win-win scenario for whatever's going on. I think that's wildly important yeah for <laughs> to keep everybody happy I feel it like- is and that was the thing that I found that I wanted to branch into my business for is because I wanted to be that communication mm-hmm. bridge because you saw a need for it I did yeah yeah okay I did so and as much as I loved dealing with the builders and I found a lot of builders even to this day I'll still find the right introduction and when you do um I always tell people I'm like just tell them I'm not the typical designer because most builders sometimes won't pick up the call it's just some designers can be very difficult to work with because they have that chip on the shoulder as much as the builder will whereas I'm walking in knowing everybody has a different value and a different way they run things and I'm there to figure out how that builder likes to work 
make sure the homeowner's happy with it and move on. Or I even can recommend different contractors based on the type of people that I'm working with. That's so important. Okay, yes. so if I was kind of a snotty person, <laughs> then I wouldn't have gotten the guy I got, right? Because right. he was super chill. Right, yep. If I have somebody who I would say has high expectations. I shouldn't say snotty. Okay, high, high expectations. expectations. Better word. <laughs> high expectations. <laughs> I will give them definitely somebody that has that holds those same high expectations with all of their. That's subs. so neat. Yeah. yeah. And that, but that's a thing that you don't know you need until you in need the middle it, of it in the middle of it, and you're mm -hmm. at, yeah. Unfortunately, it's too late then. Usually. That's really good. Yeah. So it's it's fun getting it the word out there now that I'm around and able to do that because so many people had no idea. Yeah. Until they're in the middle of it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. I'm so glad you do that for the world. You yeah. that's a weird. That's kind of a neat way of yeah. making the world a happy place. It really is, right? I get it really is. Make your own place your happy place or wherever it may be. Yeah. That's right. Yep. And that's exactly how I sell mm. to people because they're. There's so many different price levels that you can be at when building a home. So I just try to help people find their value in what they're spending it in and make sure that that place that you're spending it in is going to make you happy based on the fact that you bought that thing that's four times more. There's a lot <laughs> to Jesse Johnson. So how did you get this way? Um, so I come from a... a multiple facet background, I guess. Um, I lived in Port Huron when I was a young child. And I lived there with my three other sisters and um, some step-sisters and brothers that lived down the road. So we we had, there was two sisters and a brother down there that were step-sister and brother. Like literally down the road? Down the road. So we all played together every day. Cool. And um, my dad was a big driving force for being competitive. But it was one saying that I'll never forget that always kind of stuck with me. And that was, um, if you're going to go for silver, you might as well go for gold. And so when he, as a kid, like I took anything that you could give to me that was a competitive analogy that stuck to me more than anything. So by telling me that I, it was something as we got older and we looked at careers and what we wanted to do, I just knew that whatever I did, I was not going to go to school for eight years. So whenever I would say oh, I yeah. want to go be like a dental hygienist or a vet tech, or if it was any kind of assistant personnel to a doctor of sorts, he would always say, why go for silver when you can go for gold? Well, I don't want to be in school for eight years. That's so, I like that. I'm just, I'm sitting here writing that down. Okay. All right. Yeah. So he was the first one to instill a competitiveness in us, but he was a, a union carpenter as well. So we learned a lot of on-hands trades for him. He was in the garage doing lots of things. All of our science projects usually had something to do with bu building out a wood and, and doing things together like that. So I think a work ethic, a hard work ethic came did from my Did you actually well. do the work with him? Yeah. I mean, you grabbed a hammer and did, yeah. did the stuff. Yeah. One of the best ones I remember is he was redoing a lawyer's um, suite of offices before. So we went in and I probably was like 10 maybe and we demoed. We swung wow. the sledge and it was so much fun. How, that would be a blast. Yeah. I think it's those kind of things that I, even though I didn't realize I was following a path that was going to get me so close to construction because yeah. when I went into kitchen and bath design, I went to Baker College for interior design. Okay. I had no idea what I was going to do with it. It actually kind of scared me still. But all of my personality placement tests and things that I did in school for career pathway all always led there. So that was always my number one choice was interior design. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. And the competitiveness <laughs> that my dad always helped me drove in, because I would say 50-50 of the people I would talk to, adults, professionals, friends, whoever it may be, when I was in high school, and I would tell them I'm going to do interior design, and they would be like, why? You have to drive so far away? Do you know even what kind of work you can get with that? 
and all this other stuff and every time they told me that it would just light that fire a little more and be like you watch you watch what I don't know what I'm gonna do with it but I'm gonna do something and I know I'm gonna love my job I'm the, I just don't want to be 10 years out of high school and hating my job yeah so it led to the last two classes I took from interior design were kitchen and bath design okay and that would be the next person that I think I picked up and started following like a puppy to learn from. Yeah. Because that teacher became my mentor at the showroom I worked at at Starline and Flushing. Yes. And I worked there for seven years. You talk but highly I, of that person. I, Bill. Yes. That's it. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Bill. Um, I learned a lot from him and the owner, Dave, there. So they, they were a great way, even though I had the, I had the rawness, I would say at that point, but they're, they've been helping kind of fine tune the mountain here that... Is Jesse Johnson? But I, what I what I think is so interesting about that is they probably wanted to keep you um, on their staff. But when you talk about them, you talk about how they mentored you and they helped kind of launch you and mm -hmm. encourage you. Yes, you don't usually find that. A lot right. of bosses will hinder that and say you can't do that, just right. like some of those other people did, because mm -hmm. they want to keep you all to themselves. Mm -hmm. But how awesome. I got goosebumps about that. Those, yes, people I can never let go out of my life. That's really cool. Yes. Good yeah. for them. Yep. So having that driving force, that support mm -hmm. behind you. And my dad, thankfully, as a younger kid, I was able to take the competitive drive easier because nowadays that doesn't always work. Yeah. Because it may not just apply directly to my situation, but it worked for so long. Yeah. And I still have a competitive edge, just like in the network, in our networking groups. I know. I <laughs> love competitiveness. Like I know. It just helps drive me. So You I, like to be yeah. in the green light on the traffic light. Go green. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Yes. Yes. So it's it's a big drive. Mm -hmm. um, but he, he was a big, my dad was a big push for it. And his little... He always spoke in metaphors, so it always helped me as well because I'm a very paint-a-picture type of way, way to learn. And so any anything like that was a big – he was a big push. That's awesome. I do. That's I great. That's great. Okay, so uh, what? anything else you want to share about how you got to where you are? Or do you want to just tell us about where you are, what you do, and how, how people can connect with you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so I, I will say how I – the biggest growth I've had ever since being in my showroom position was from joining the networking group I mentioned BNI. Oh yes, yeah, um, yeah. And I met so many different other professional people in there that yeah. that's what I think helped spur my next big growth. So that's one thing I would want to definitely mention because without the support that I found through there, I probably would have backed out after my partner backed out right. from working with me at the beginning of this year. Really? I got really fearful. Did you? She did a lot of my back office work yeah. and um, a lot of stuff that I, time-wise, just have a hard time getting to. Mm -hmm. And without having the support from other people in my group, and honestly, plus the builder I work with, he... Yeah. he reached out a limb and we worked out some extra stuff that I do for him now too. Okay. So I do a job supervisor and I supervise the jobs once they get past framing point. So he deals with the dig, he deals with the rough framing going in and then the mechanicals. But by time mechanicals are going in, you'll see me on site dealing with them as well because it revolves around all my design work, around all my cabinets, all the selections. I do all the selections with the homeowner. So I'm taking over these jobs once the selections are done. I start making sure all the selections are going in properly by supervising the job as well. So he hooked me up with giving me a little bit extra support that was a monthly support that I knew was going to be there. Yes. To allow me to at least plateau and then I'll continue growing again next year, hopefully. Okay. Okay. But again, without the support, without having that professional support and having Like the back office people. 
Well, or somebody. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, I talk to my accountant. I talk yeah. to my friends that are close that own other businesses. Like you were one of them, a couple other people. And I just wasn't sure what I was going to do, but I'm sure you were one of the ones like, you'll, you got this. Like, I'm sure that was probably you. <laughs> and then I'd have others that can help out. They all help out in different ways to help make it better for me. So like my web designer helped bring in a couple other aspects into my business. Right. Um, to kind of mainstream some of yes. that stuff. That your partner was, that was doing. So time consuming. Yes. Yeah, my that's not your strength. That. It's not. But that's part of growing as a person, though, is saying, Figuring okay, that out. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> it's not my strength. And that's what helps. Yeah. So yes. that's, that was also helpful because yeah. you got to find people that are willing to help you grow and yeah. develop your own business and yourself. But you still did that. Yes. You still, you sought that out. Yes. With BNI and the yes. networking group. Yeah. And then, you know, and even your own chapter. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think because you're competitive, <laughs> you decided to take it another yeah. level. And what Bill would say, he's told me this before. Um, he said one of the biggest things that he noticed about me when he was first teaching me at Baker was that it, um, I had a attitude about me that no matter what, like there is always another way out. So if I faced a problem, I didn't see it as ever a stopping point. I always was okay. Cool. What do we do now? Can right. We just do something else. Right. Um, and it never was a big thing. So even as we moved into doing design work and remodeling and things like that, it was always the same concept. I didn't catch it at first because oh. I, I just, nat- that's where I find myself. I am more naturally on the hopeful perspective side. Yeah. Half full yes. Type side. Yes. Um, but I didn't realize how important that was honestly until I left the showroom and oh. I was out on my own and it just was crazy to see how many other professionals that have a harder time with practicing a positive mindset. And how much that can really hinder a long-term career. So you never really find yourself in a state of despair. Because you always know... I mean, I'm not saying that you don't have bad days. Because you're still a woman and a mom and a wife and a business owner. And that's a lot. But but you you probably don't stay there very long because you know you can figure it out. Yeah. You know... You know you're going to figure it out. Truthfully, it is. I know that if I can practice the right mindset and at least do one thing to start turning it around, yes, it it can. So, obviously, I do have day of despair every now and then. Right, right. Or days of (laughs) despair. I know. We all do. But, yeah, you're absolutely right because it can immediately be that I get a text from you in the morning or Abby calls or I have B&I that morning or something and I can totally change it around. I'm glad that Bill um, pointed that out to you because you you can – you, when you are having those days, you can go. But wait, somebody else thinks I'm hopeful. Somebody else thinks yes, I'm going to be able to That's figure why it's this so out. Great to share those thoughts. The fact that he shared that with me is yeah. so amazing. That changed my world. He only shared it with me, I think, this year, and it just clicked as yeah. to all the different conversations we've had all along. And okay, so people, if you feel something about somebody like that, like you need to tell them because yeah. you just never know when you're going to reel that back in. Yeah, yeah. I just need to. I need you to know this and put yourself in. Um, situation put yourself with people that are like-minded that you know are going to help you grow yep so you did that with your business network that was the big thing too yeah so um circles having that right circle people I heard I heard it from a lot of other people when I was out networking yeah it was you know who's in your room who's in your circle yes that's a good podcast who's in your room yes yeah 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 Yeah. and so I took it and I just applied it to everything else in my life and I'm like man the people some some people some of the people I was hanging around with a lot more over a year ago would uh tell me like you're not like that like why 
why are you acting like that? Like, why do you got to be always like that? And I'm like, I want to be. The problem is, is you don't see me that way. And I don't, I can't change that. Yeah. So as soon as I could figure that out and the other people that were dropping compliments all the time about how positive I am and how energetic I am and all this. And I'm like, that is the person I want to be. That's right. Let's hang out. You yes. and I should hang out. Yes. So you put yourself in those circles and you end up being more energetic and happy like you always wanted to be. Yep. And then never, ever, ever, ever forget what your dad said, which is why go for silver when you can go for gold. Exactly. I mean. You love it, don't you? I do. I love it. I wrote it down and that's what I'm going to name the podcast. That's awesome. Yes. Thanks, Jesse's dad. So good. Oh, he'll love it. Oh, so good. Um, Okay. Anything else you want to share with us? Um, The only other thing is if uh, anybody's ever interested, I I am still working on all of my website, social media content. It went from a cool big website down to a little one to allow me to start filtering out to Instagram and Facebook and all that other stuff instead. Oh, nice. It's just not quite set up. Yeah. The one thing that is set up on the website is uh, my links to my different social pages, but also an estimate button that drops right into my CRM program. That that was the biggest thing that I'm trying to push to help me become more streamlined and stay focused on my clients. Okay, that's cool. Rather than getting a text message or a phone call and being out on the road and then getting back and because sure you need to send them there and say click the yeah. estimate button. Yep. So okay, what I is need your to website? Practice that better too. It's uh, Mary Lynn Creations. Okay. Dot com. Oh, that's pretty easy. Right. Lynn, Mary, n- nothing spelled weird. Nope. Okay, cool. All right, you guys, write that down. I'll also put the link yeah, in this when I share it so people can just click and go. And when you do share it, we'll also share it. Um, I want to share it to my Me Time podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My motivational entertainment okay. podcast. Because you, of course, were the big, my big last drive push to do it. Yes, I know. I know. Okay, so wait. So that's Me Time podcast. Okay, so yep, we'll put a link Me for Time that podcast. too. Perfect. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing. It's so, you. I, as, as much as I know about you, I didn't know the thing about your dad. <laughs> I kind of a little bit knew about Bill, but I'm going to take back about that he said that to you and mm-hmm. that you kind of go back and rely and on that. Take it to heart now. Yeah. Yeah. You take it to heart. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm, Isn't that funny? I, I feel like we could have had the same one-to-one probably 20 times at this point. Yeah. I still learn something every day. Yeah. I know. It's so cool. But that's, that's what's great. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. I love you. you. I love you. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.